Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Roger and JP, 102.5 The Bone. Real Raw Radio. Monica, do not think we are getting away from this hot dog eating contest. <laughs> we were talking about the we whole just, break. Have we not teased this interview all, all, uh, all day today? We will get back to it. <laughs> I, uh, 15 hot dogs, 15 minutes. Monica's doable. confident. 100% doable. Totally doable, she says. Well, the ideas are flowing in for your end of the bet, so yeah. we'll get sure to those is. in a little bit. All right, right now, uh, from Impractical Jokers, uh, Joe Gatto, who we talked to uh, yesterday morning on another show, and he's so good. I mean, we wanted to share it with you guys. Uh, very funny guy. In fact, uh, I think they have a cruise uh, leaving out of uh, Fort Lauderdale or Miami. He was one of the two. Uh, coming up, the fourth cruise out of Miami. Uh, coming up in a month or two, whatever it is. We're not about to February. Any other cruises? Oh, we're not. Never mind. There's only one cruise on this radio station. <laughs> what am I thinking? <laughs> anyway, here's how it went with Joe Gatto from Impractical Jokers, a, a guest who has gotten some of the most reaction we've ever gotten to, and we have said we have a guest coming on. Joe Gatto from Impractical Jokers. Hello. Wow. All right. <laughs> You've got it going on. <laughs> we were, we as were, you know, <laughs> we were just talking. You and I. You didn't have radio voice on. The, the, no, the, we came know. back and right, right there. Boom. And it's, like, and it's sexy, right? <laughs> I mean, right there, got right into it. I love it. <laughs> well, I'm more quiet when the mic's not on. Yeah. No, no, you know, I just talk. But I, my daughter texted me last night from Baltimore. Okay. To say, tell Joe. <laughs> like, like, that's the kind of stuff we're talking about, you know. She loves you, and she doesn't like comedy shows, but your show stops her when it's on TV, and she comes across it. We have people in the office who come by to say hello. Yeah. Who are coming in, and these people have seen many guests come through this radio station. Yeah. They might be a little jaded. My but son, they come in to see you. My kids, my it's kids great. watch it. My wife watches it. My son is like you're by far his favorite. But here's the funny part. I go, yeah, Joe Gatto's coming. He's like, he's going to be on your show tomorrow. I go, yeah, you want to come to work with me? Ooh, that's too early. Yeah. <laughs> so he likes you, right, right, but right, not right, that much. Not enough to get yeah. up early. The right level of like, and I appreciate that. Right, I appreciate right. that. <laughs> Good kid. Give him a high five for me. <laughs> and then I have friends I had no idea. Who have been on all three Impractical Jokers cruises so far and are scheduled to go on the fourth? Yeah, yeah. what is this? That oh, you it's do? a Saturday. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. they, they talk about the comedians that are on. It's like yeah. some ridiculous yeah. list of yeah. comedians that go on this boat with you when you pack the boat and. Yeah. You're stuck with your fans for the whole yeah, time. Yeah, we How call it a, cra- a crazy vacation where all access passed to us being on the boat with 2,500 fans. It's Do they all expect you to always be in impractical joker uh, mode? Well, we, you know what I mean? It's fun because we, in the, the first time we did, we're like, what's this going to be like? And we all decided, like, all right, let's just get into it. Like, we're going to throw, throw, yourself, on, we're gonna throw right. ourselves into it and have fun. And, and it is the most insane thing because there's no access to the outside world. No, yeah. <laughs> like, you're on that boat, like, that's We used it. to take listeners to Vegas, but oh, yeah. we took 10, and you can hide <laughs> in Vegas. Right, Vegas like, isn't a boat. You're on a boat. boat. <laughs> you can't, can't get away, yeah. So it, it's always fun, but we, like, curate the boat, so we bring uh, the DJs, the music, the, the comedians, we invite comedian oh, friends, so whole thing and yours. all that. So it's basically ours, and we put together the program. We By really curate, do you mean it. you rent the cruise ship? We, we do, yeah. We put down the deposit crap. on my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, it's totally, you know, it's a, it's a partnership we've had a good time doing that's and great 
and it, people show up for it. You guys, what do you win? This is like you you got eight years under your belt, nine years. Yeah, we just announced they just announced season nine. We're in season eight right now. You, yeah. I don't understand how True TV has got the money to keep you guys because it's got you it's guys. Basic cable. Let's calm down. Well, I drove myself here. <laughs> well, that, well, but, right, but that's what I'm saying. In my least Audi. But what I, right, but what that's I'm, right, you don't even have people with you. What I'm saying is, is like they said it was too early. <laughs> the show got the show got so big. And at some point, you would think that the networks, which would be the worst thing that would happen to you guys, because the networks would water it down and everything else. Yeah. But you would, you guys must walk around those true TV <laughs> swinging a pretty big D around. You know what I'm saying? Because you, yeah. you guys are like what uh, to true TV, like what Guy Fieri is with his diners, drive-ins, and dives. Yeah, yeah. It's always on Food Network. Yeah, yeah. You guys are always on true we're TV. the property brothers of true tv yeah <laughs> it's a nice but, thing to be yeah but we uh you know it's really is a true partnership when we first started we we put together you know put together a sizzle reel that's how it works and you show people your show and what sure. you think it is so eight years ago we go into true tv and we got a little bit of a bidding war between mtv and true tv they both wanted the show oh, that's and true tv made us a promise he said look we'll put, make you guys the face of this network we love the show this is going to be an unbelievable success let's do it mtv said we love the show it's great we want to recast it and do uh, make it a strip show. They're like, but you know, we'll pay you, and you know all that. And we were like, and we said, your nah, ego's we want, got want the best. Yeah, because your yeah. ego's got the best. And you're like, I want this face <laughs> on television. No, nobody wants this face on television. <laughs> it was more of like, you know, you're in charge of your own comedy. So yeah. if you put your own name on it, so we were like, you right. know what, we want to give this a go. We think it's something fun, mm -hmm. and we, and everybody who's tried to do like a knockoff of it or a spin or whatever, or right. just a different version, just doesn't work because it's us. Right. And the show is more about friendship than anything. It's a hidden camera comedy show where you get to hang out with us and be friends. That's why people feel this way about us. That's why people are like, wow, you know, people come sense. up to me and be like, oh, my God, you're not as fat as you look on television. How are you? And give me a hug. <laughs> and it's like, OK, like if you see somebody else, like you don't other people don't have the relationship with those their fans and we wouldn't have it any other way. That's what we're us on that show. Mm. We're not a character. So. So when someone calls you fat, you don't react like Chris Cuomo from CNN? No, nah, no. I, down the stairs? I embrace them. I embrace them in a, in a fat, loving, sweaty hug. But what if they called you Fredo? <laughs> that's that's a different story. And we can't talk about that on air. Ah, I see. Yeah, man. You guys, did, are you guys comics? Did you start yeah. out as comics? Yeah, we started. We have a we have a comedy troupe called the Tenderloins that we started in '99. Okay, and we started with doing uh, improv comedy shows right. after college. We all we met in high school, freshman year. We know each other thirty years. Did you guys point. ever do individual stand up though, and go out on stage by yourself, or did no. you always do it? In a we troupe? always did it. Uh, the, we always did it with us. The the four yeah. of us started, and then when we went to college, we I moved to LA for a little while, so I did improv with other people, whatever. But we never like formed other groups or did anything. And then we uh, when we came back from college, we decided to be like, hey, let's give this comedy thing a go. And we had a lot of fun just doing improv and stuff. And then the internet happened. Mm -hmm. And we were there for it, and uh, we got huge on MySpace. I don't know if you guys remember yeah, MySpace. Yeah. Uh, we got big on MySpace because the comedy editor became a fan of our sketches, and we were just putting our sketches up. And then after that, they that's had, how you built it. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It was it that's was a nice amazing. slow. It was a nice slow burn. A good sixteen year overnight success story. Yeah, And then after that, there was this. Uh, there was a show run by. Uh, it was NBC. It was called uh, It's Your Show. It was the thing when sketch comedy was getting big on the internet right. and TVs didn't know how to make money off it, so they figured out a way to do it. So it was a pilot of a show, basically like America's Funniest Home Videos, where mm -hmm. they had sketch comics make comedy and then showed them inside of like a studio and the studio was hosted by Carson Daly and he would throw to these clips. So they give you like a, a topic and you'd have to make a video right. on it. Right. And then you could win a thousand bucks if you won. And we had this huge mailing list from all our shows we did, so we basically just we're crushing every week. And then finally they said, Hey, for the pilot, we're going to give three groups a chance to win a hundred thousand dollars. So it was between three of us and we actually won 
that $100,000, but the pilot didn't make it to air. Oh. It was a failed pilot, so we basically won 100000 and they had to pay us. So we won $100,000 on, like, a failed pilot. A failed pilot. <laughs> and then it was, like, over. I'm like, okay, so this didn't work. But the people that produced that saw us and said, you guys are your own show. You're, because we had a really weird story at that point because we were all doing comedy on the side and had real jobs. So I was working in baby, and I was a salesman in a baby store industry, high you high end nice. baby store. Yeah, I worked for Giggle for eight years. This <laughs> high end oh baby company that sold like high end strolls. I knew so much about baby you stuff that was no reason. Shark, doo, 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 I was, doo, doo, yeah, doo, doo, it was way more with baby shark kids. But yeah, you know, that was, I knew all, I knew all the hits, I knew all the bangers. <laughs> and then uh, you know, uh, Q was a fireman on Staten Island. Sal owned a bar and music venue, and Murray was uh, chronically unemployed. Right. So we, he was just a te- uh, he was a professional temp. So he's gained the most. Yeah. So uh, so we all just like did our did our thing and then at night we did our comedy we just you know kept at it because we loved it and loved making each other laugh and hanging out so those guys they're like hey let's make a pilot we sold the pilot to spike tv that failed didn't go we did an independent pilot got some attraction to fox that didn't go and then we were done we're like all right let's give it one more shot but what do we want to do and this is when prank shows were getting hot right we're like what's our version of that and we're like, we don't want to make people feel bad. Because I hate everything about prank shows, your classic ones. Like, you always feel bad that this person's getting got. We're like, what can we do? It's like, well, why don't we just get each other? Why don't we make each other laugh? Because we would always just embarrass each other. This embarrassment comedy is always how we make each other laugh. Right. So I was like, why don't we just do that? So we decided, came up with Impractical Jokers and it off. And, right and that's there. it. Yeah, it was like lightning the in a bottle. That was huge. Yeah. What did you think of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Was that the same time you guys yeah. were doing what you were doing? That's part of the... Yeah. What you were talking about, the mania with the uh, Yeah, well, they, 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 that's the only, in my opinion, the only other one that... Yeah. Ours is like an undercover improv show. Right. It's like an undercover. Right. like Because right. like somebody will walk... You'll have an idea, like, this is what we're going to do here. Then somebody walks in with this big, stupid hat, and you're like, you got to put that hat on. <laughs> you know, like those things that kind of happen, you know? Right. So it's like you kind of shoot from the hip a lot. But they basically front-centered improv and had great improvisers. Right. Like, there's no other show that could touch it as far as... Are, your, are your parents still around? No, my parents are dead. Thanks for bringing it up. Well, I... <laughs> Listen, so is mine. I get it. No, that's a joke that I always do with everybody. It's great. Well, I'm, just, I'm just curious because when you when this is your idea for yeah. fame, yeah, you know, your family is like, oh God, I wish you'd go into the uh, union. You know, because well, I, I was an accountant. Okay, that was I had an accounting degree. Uh, uh, my parents are like, oh great, he's going to be an accountant. I'm like, I'm not going to be an accountant. Mom, like, way too much personality. But my mom was around for my father passed away when I was young, but my mom uh, was around and she was around for the premiere actually. Okay, and she's a firecracker, little right. Italian, you know, white yeah. hair. Like yeah. awesome. wherever she walked in, loudest lady in the room. Everybody loved her, but she was like a peacock. Like she'd walk in, she's like, you know, True TV. <laughs> my son's on True TV, like one of those. Right. So she was around for the first uh, for the first premiere, which was, which was great that she got to be part of that ride. But it's funny because I'm always like. She would be a monster if I was around. Now. Like, yeah. My son is world famous. Bring She'd me a, a latte. Mom, yeah. <laughs> do you have brothers? And- I have two sisters. Yeah, and they're around. And uh, they right, they're right. Do they um, do they have a shot in your mother's eyes? Oh like, yeah, yeah. They yeah. they had their own thing. Well, they were they're great moms, and they had families way before I did. Right. So they they stole the uh, life from there. I wasn't even uh, my mother didn't even see me meet, see me get married. Okay. So you know I was always like she was always worried about like in that part of it. It's like is he gonna <laughs> is he gonna settle in or is he just gonna try to tell yuck yucks for money? <laughs> like, right. For a long time. I mean that's a long period of time. Like you talked about audition tape after audition yeah. tape and sizzle reel that didn't make it. Yeah. I mean you guys didn't make it for a long time and had how many rejections where you were your sisters like oh, that's our brother. Yeah, he, that's he does this thing. He's an accountant. You know, <laughs> Don't worry. Like, He's got a category. He's time. smart. Yeah. Yeah. So a it's, lot of people do audition things and get and fail, but I guess they gotta remember one more. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, always, it's, always, it's always the, the next idea. that. How much How amazing. much bigger is your house now, eight years later, since before you started? It's a little bit bigger. Yeah, it's a little bit bigger. Who's the new neighbors? His name is Gatto. <laughs> he must be connected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of new bushes put up around the privacy <laughs> fence. Joe Gatto from uh, Impractical Jokers. Radio Voice is back. Radio yeah. Voice, here yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bro, I can tell you're intimidated. Just relax. <laughs> so... First of all, you should make and sell uh, cut-out nipple shirts. Yes. <laughs> that is one of the funniest things. Joe does this, this bit where he went in for a job interview, takes off his sport coat, and the nipples are cut out on his dress shirt. Yeah. And it, it's actually just hilarious. I don't know how you keep a straight face. That was If I didn't keep a straight face, I would have not have been as successful as it was. I had to really sell that and just make it Absolutely. like it was normal. Yeah. How do you not, Because and this is the thing, we, we've had so many people ask him this, ask him this. How do you not laugh when the guys are in your ear? You get the punishment. They're in your ear talking you, telling you what to do, you know, sticking your nose on somebody or something. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, your face, you, you break just a little bit. Yeah. But how do you not just laugh out loud with the, with the things they're telling you to do? Yeah. You're really good at keeping it. I, I try character. to keep it together because it always gets funnier for me the more grounded it is. Like the weirder, because I'm good at being really weird, you know, so it, it, the weirder you are and the more that you sell that it's normal mm-hmm. is always funnier. So I feel like if I did laugh, I, it would you be funny. It. Yeah, you it would be funny. Character. So I just have a lot of practice of being stupid, I guess. <laughs> if you try to bring the funny home, does your wife just sit there and shut it down right away? All right, funny boy. She does, take out the garbage. She does not like comedy and she does not watch my show. Really? <laughs> I love it though. My daughter loves the show. It's funny. Yeah. No, my, my she watches it. My wife is very an introvert, and she gets very uncomfortable. So my show is all about uncomfort. Right. So she's like, "How do you do that?" You know. But then I'll make her watch stuff, and sometimes, and she'll get it. And then when she'll see online, when like sometimes the boys bring her into it, or you know. Yeah. I'm, I may have a conversation about her on air, and they'll be like, oh, it's so funny. She's like, what'd you say? Mm. <laughs> How are you guys still pulling it off? It's, uh, how, it's a, like, how are you guys you are. not, because the shows, you guys go in and you, you sold out the Coliseum. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So people, the show, it's big. Yeah. How are you still guys able to get away with it? It's, it's a numbers game. It just really is. If people recognize us, we move them along. Okay. You know, but you're in New York City, and that helps us so many people. You know, if half the right. people don't recognize you, that means like four million people don't know you. So you just have to find the ones that don't know you. Mm. And you'll be surprised how people think you look like somebody. Oh. And you'll be like, Especially you're, able to, you're able to be like, oh, no. They're like, do I know you? And I'm like, no, yeah. I don't know you. And they're like, oh, you look familiar. And then you do the whole thing. You're all <laughs> weird. And then it's like, okay, this guy's just crazy. And then they walk away. And they're like, oh, that's it. And then, then I'll know you. Like, we actually put some bits on the show where... There was, this blew my mind. We were working at a pawn shop, P-A-W-N. Uh-huh. And we we were, this Sal and Q were behind the uh, counter. This guy comes in and they start doing their weird thing. And he goes, do you guys ever see this show in Practical Jokers? And we thought we were blown up. And they're like, oh, yeah. He's like, you guys remind me so much of those guys. He's like, have you ever watched it? And Sal was like, no, I've never seen it. And he's like, yes. He's like, it's these... These four dummies, they're really funny. He's like, you know, he's like, you know, he's like, uh, he's like, you guys got, you guys should watch it. And we're sitting there, and it's like, oh, and then, and then me and Mark come out the back, and he's like, yeah, I got sure. And he takes out his phone and he like Google's it and has a picture of them up. And he's like, yeah, he's like, oh, you know, and he's showing him, he's telling about, he's like, yeah, it's on this little network truth. And then me and Mur walk out, and we're like, oh man, we should watch. And he turns around, and you see his face go from what, and his mind like blows. He's like, oh. Wait, am I on it right Isn't now? Like, it's incredible? insane. He's on it talking to two of the guys about the show, and he doesn't realize he's on it. Right, so you guys have to keep it at a... If a network wanted to take this thing... They'd have to wrestle it out of True TV's hands. Well, besides, besides, besides that, it could actually ruin it, because the yep. more... Po- if it got bigger, yeah. 
Like you guys are in a perfect place. Yeah. Yeah, we're in a, we're in the right spot right God now. Damn, you got to figure it out. Man. <laughs> yeah, by accident, yeah. <laughs> at late in life. So don't worry about it. <laughs> well, you know, not not by accident. By years of hard work. Yeah, oh, yeah. you know, it's Trailing like what you guys it. do isn't easy. That you know, at, improv is not easy by any stretch. Yeah. Um, but then to be able to take that, shoot all these episodes, and then go and do tours. Yeah. And then boats. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> tours, boats, yeah, shows, uh, yeah, shows, yeah, boats. All. Yeah, it's, you know, it's... Uh, you need it's a babysitter? What do you need over there? <laughs> <laughs> pool boy? <laughs> pool boy, I'm on the market. I got a great name. I, <laughs> I will help your wife spend your money in a heartbeat. <laughs> She's great at it. <laughs> Joe got it from a practical joker. So another question uh, someone wanted to ask was, do you prefer being the person with the guys talking in your ear, or do you really like being one of the guys telling one of your buds what they should be doing? No, I like, getting, being, I like being out there. I like being out there. You like being at that Yeah, mercy? I mean, I like being out there because I love... I, making them laugh so hard that they fall down. Like I love, love that. Like I yeah. love the opportunity to do that. I don't mind the other way too, because then you're out of the line of fire, but you feel kind of, it depends. Like if you go, if you've already gone, if your turns already happen, mm. it's fine to be back there. Cause I can't get you back. But if you, I normally go last. So I have uh, to like, be uh, cause they, they remember. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Of course. When you were the, were you the kid in the family that made everybody laugh? No, I was total introvert, super nerd. Growing up, really, yeah. I used to make tests for my dad when he came home from work out of the encyclopedia. Like I was that kid. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't find comedy till yeah. When did it uh, come out of you? High school. It was. It was a response to bullying, where I was, you know, getting picked on and stuff. And of I course, made, you had to take it to a serious. Place. I made it. To <laughs> go. You were that nerdy a kid. Way to yeah. ruin the laughs, yeah. guy. So when I lost my parents. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. That's the second time he took it into a dark hole of serious. <laughs> Uh, guys, I know way better to bring serious to this room. Right. Uh, no, it was, it was like I made the I made like the football players laugh and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, this could this could be fun and funny. And then I was like, oh, it's fun to make people laugh. Yeah. And actually, my first Sal made me. I used to eat lunch with Sal. And he used to make him laugh all the time at lunch. And he joined improv before I did the uh, Monsignor Farrell uh, high school group, where yeah. I went to an old boy oh, wow. Catholic high school yeah. improv group, which I know it sounds like a blast. And <laughs> I was like, he was like, you should come, you should come, you should come. And I was like. So I went, and in the cafeteria, we had this, it was 40 guys from the school and then 40 girls from the sister schools. There and you go. The teachers would, like, you know, <laughs> give you a scenario, and you had to do it, and I That's pretty forward-thinking and risque for a ca- old yeah, boys Catholic <laughs> school. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Not, not even, I'm not even talking about the bringing the girls in. No. I'm talking about having the forethought comedy, to, yeah. to let comedy be an outlet for these kids. That's the pretty hand, cool. In the hands of high school kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So we, I had my first scene there, and it crushed, and I was like, oh, wow, this is fun and funny. And from that moment on, I was like, I then like you to know make you're people good laugh. At it. And I, I liked the, to make people laugh. I like mm-hmm. to make people enjoy themselves. So it just was from there, really. But in high school, I was like... I was on the bowling team. I was on the math team. Like, I was a real, <laughs> real winner. Right. Yeah, you were really the smaller kid in the locker room That's making it. football players laugh that was and crazy. getting them towels and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I used to, I did this reverse bully thing where I would knock the books out of the biggest kid's hands. I'd be like, pick them up. And they'd be like, I'm sorry, Joe. And like, it was like a, That's it became crazy. like a gimmick and it like brought our whole, whole class together. It was really fun. That's awesome. Yeah. And then you're as funny as you are. You major in accounting. Oh, uh, yeah. Counting. Go back to your nerd roots. That's right. That's right. I was, <laughs> but eventually uh, the, the comedy wins over. I had three, I have Three career, this is my third career, finally. <laughs> you know, yeah, I started as an accountant, which brought me to consulting, and I was consulting for six years for, uh, like, Accenture, which is like a 
boring. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sounds I good. And then I went to sales. I actually moved to LA to chase the dream to become a screenwriter and director, and I ended up working at Nordstrom. Oh, Jesus <laughs> and I fell into sales there, and I right. was in sales for six years, and then what an LA story that that's is. That's yeah. exactly it. When you're having a bad sell jeans, sell, sold jeans to Vince Vaughn. That was my big story. When you're, <laughs> when you're having a bad day, do you bring up back the the accounting stuff and just look at your bank account and smile and go about your day? Rescue another dog? What the hell? Let's get another one. Yeah. Yeah. I just picked up my last one, Pignoli. This one is my. Uh, I got five dogs now. I, again. Five. I have two. I have two, two rescues. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, two. Yeah. yeah. I got. Uh, yeah, I got Cannoli, Spumoni, Biscotti, Tartufo. <laughs> no and way. Now Pignoli. Yeah. No way. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's phenomenal. And we had. Uh, is your wife Italian? Uh, no, my wife's Lebanese. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How does she not get the name of dog? Uh, well, we had one that was something Lebanese. that looks terrible. <laughs> falafel. Come here, falafel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had uh, <laughs> hummus. Is a really right. Nice right. <laughs> we uh, we had a dog that we named Mishkeen. Because it, yeah. it was, like, all jacked up. Oh, it had machine. no teeth. The tongue was hanging out. I was 14 years old. They don't know. What, they, he's not going to know Machine. Yeah. No, machine, machine is like a sad sack. Yeah, Machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. like, it means in... It means in uh, you yeah. know, when you go into the pizzeria and there's the dog with one eye and <laughs> yeah. his face, yeah. that's Machine. Uh, you go Machine. Yeah. Yeah. And it means all poor soul. Like in, right. And then in Le- in uh, Arabic, Mishkini means uh, lonely one or, or, like, sad wow. one. Or something. So that was, so like, similar. the closest we came. Wow, yeah. yeah. So we had Machine, but then we also had Zeppeli. So <laughs> that's fantastic! Wow, you're never going to run out of names no, as long as you no. got Italian food. That's it, man. Yeah, I still I can't wait for I can't wait for New York cheesecake. Right? You have another kid. Let's name it mozzarella. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're over the line. <laughs> way too much. You know the thing is, you're a real guy. I mean, that's the best part about the four of you being friends since high school and hanging out. Even though you've got all this fame and the practical jokers are so big, you guys are still yourselves. Yeah. And the, the, well, show, nothing keeps the show lets you be yourself. That's right. Nothing keeps you in check more than being with your friends every That's day. That could just like call you out <laughs> at any moment. Is, is it difficult truth. to do the um, to get everybody to agree on ideas? No, I mean, it's, 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 like, you know, we've been doing this show together. We're closing in on 20 years. Yeah, and you hate him, right? You told me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Are we you live? Know, it's like a, I give it a serious all, place you go to. All marriages have their ups and downs. That's right. <laughs> I, I say all the time. Like, I like I'm, being married to one guy. You're married to three. I know, married to three. I, and I see, I see them more than I see my wife. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's we, we've had all the big discussions and ups and downs. I think that all friendships go through. But right. when it goes creatively, we're in sync for the most part with this. You know, sometimes... People will just be more passionate about a joke than others, like or uh, an idea to do or whatever. More passionate, and you, we do this thing where we don't get in the way. If you're as passionate, and I'm not as passionate against it, mm-hmm. go get it. <laughs> I'm here to help you. You know, okay. you know. That's so good. that's that's really the the line we have. That's that's the line we tell. Okay. When you bring the shows on the road, do you get neurotic over ticket sales? No, not at all. No, people come out to see. Don't us even worry about people it. there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, people. It, you it, know, it's funny. I'm so psychotic <clears> that we could have we could be doing a show and it's sold out whatever it is, and if there are 12 empty seats in the whole venue... And I'm like, why didn't these pricks buy tickets? <laughs> well, we, we always laugh when there's a, like a section that's empty, and we're always like, where are these people? And then there's people in the back, <laughs> what I call the Groupon section. Right. They're hanging out in the back, and I'm like, right. you can come up. Come here. Come sit right here. These people didn't come. Nobody wants these right, tickets, right. so we'll bring right. people from the back to put in. Did everybody suddenly start vomiting two hours ago and couldn't come <laughs> and to the show? Go. How they not- a huge bus accident? What happened? Yeah. Why are these people here? I was wondering that. Yeah. yeah we, no, we, I get nuts. Yeah, we, we you know, people... We come from, like I told you, the improv show background yeah. where we literally have had shows where there have been two people in the audience. Right. And it was like, okay, we have to put on a show on. There's four of us, so we have to make half a person laugh. I mean, right. so it's basically, you come from that. So I, I think it's fine to put on, you know. And that didn't crush you when you had, you know, two or ten people in the audience when you expected 80 or 100. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Doesn't that crush your soul? It does a little. 
Yeah. But you get over it? You get over it. Well, now you don't have to get over anything. You guys just hang a shingle and people show up. (laughs) I mean, that's really what it is. I never understood how the bands that used to sell out stadiums that are now doing, like, clubs. I'm like, I can never... Yeah, I could backwards. never do like mm-hmm. I could never do that. It's like why would I Mor- don't know. mortgages? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Fans of fans doesn't matter how many are there though. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's, that's if you if you're a performer and you like doing what you're doing. Yeah, so, yeah that's a good attitude right there. You see that? I don't have that. I'm not, <laughs> I don't even know if I have that. I'm that's not. Pretty good. I'm not a healthy man. <laughs> you want a hug? <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> and he just had acupuncture yesterday. Did you? Would have been relaxed. Uh, he went to act- yeah, I started tripping out. It was great. <laughs> Did you go to a real acupuncturist? Yeah. I feel like you stood in the bar and let somebody no. throw darts at you. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I walked in there yesterday. He goes, like, oh, what are we working on? I go, just throw a dart. <laughs> everything. We're working on everything. <laughs> everything else. Hey, thanks for being here. Hey, you guys are great. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, great to have you on. And uh, thanks for what you do for, with the rescue dogs and stuff. I know a lot of people like that. That's another thing you have where it's like, oh, like oh, you're the most likable person. <laughs> you have most, all these things that you're funny. Most, you know, they love why are you saying you that with such and contempt? Now, <laughs> now they love you even more because you rescue is that a plant you rescue dogs you know, too most like people do that stuff when they're scumbags in real life <laughs> right, 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 right. trying to set it off exactly. yeah 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 that's yeah. a scale <laughs> that's great we'll keep doing what you're doing love it thank you guys and there he is joe gatto from uh impractical jokers and uh that's what we wanted to share it with you guys he was just uh, a lot of fun cool guy and uh brett they can see the whole video of everything in the studio at uh on our facebook page yep roger and jp on facebook if you want to watch uh the whole thing in our uh, other studio and you can see Joe and how the whole thing went, especially if you missed a bunch of it. It was a lot of fun. All right, we're Roger and JP on the Bone Real Raw Radio coming up in about half an hour. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.